the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pro-America Report. This is Ryan Height filling in today, this first segment for Mr. Ed Martin. Glad to join you, glad to be with you, and we've got a powerful packed uh, show today. Uh, retired Colonel John Mills is on, the author of The Nation Will Follow. He's going to come on and talk about uh, the deep state, what we do about it. And, of course, uh, we've got the weekly uh, Schlafly Report. Mr. John Schlafly will be talking to Ed today uh, about the column this week. We're going to be talking about lawfare. Before we get to those great topics and before we dive in here first uh, to what you need to know, let me remind you, go to ProAmericaReport.com. At ProAmericaReport.com, you will find not only this segment, uh, all of our guests, all of the past podcasts and standalones, but you can also get a hold of all of the links. If there is a book that we've referenced, an article, a topic, Topic that we're discussing and it's something that we're going to post on social media or talk about it will be there in the show notes and most importantly you go to proamericareport.com you can sign up for the email list get the wink email w-y-n-k what you need to know every morning comes straight to your inbox and i promise you it is one of the shortest daily recap emails you could possibly <clears throat> pardon me possibly sign up for Gives you just a few very brief links, tells you what you need to know for the day, uh, brings a few things into your um, sphere of, of view, your field of view, sphere of influence, field of view. You knew what I was trying to go for there uh, that you may not have known about, but the things that are most important right now happening in the world. So uh, go to ProAmericaReport.com. You can sign up for that email there. You'll also see a few other things, uh, including a notice of uh, my show, which I know we've talked about before, but it's Thursday, so it's on my mind. Uh, a live stream video called Unauthorized Caucus happens every Thursday at noon. If you're a good fan of the ProAmerica Report, you'll like that one too. Lots of good discussions happen over there. But uh, before we get to those, before we get to Colonel Mills and John Schlafly, and uh, some of the things that Ed has in store for us today. Uh, what do you need to know? What do you need to know? Man, it has been a week. Uh, what do we even talk about? There's uh, hearings, the bombshell memos from the FBI going down the Hunter Biden, um, uh, the, well, it feels like a black hole of Biden family corruption and uh, pay, to, pay for influence schemes, um, going down the uh, black hole of the House Oversight Committee, uh, looking across the whole of the executive branch. There is so much that is happening today, but there's a particular theme through all of it that I would really like to highlight for you. That's what uh, that's what you need to know today uh, is the mainstream media isn't mainstream anymore. Uh, get that. The media is not mainstream anymore. It has been an absolutely wild week, um, especially as some of the truth tellers, some of the whistleblowers are coming forward. Uh, it is not some vast right wing conspiracy uh, that's talking about corruption in our federal government that is talking about the corruption of our uh, culture, the moral decay that's happening there, the assemblance of power to uh, the already powerful, uh, it, it, the scheming that they do to keep their power behind the scenes, uh, this is not some vast right-wing conspiracy. Make no mistake. And uh, there's a couple of key things that I, I think this week have put that on full display. First of all, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., a candidate for president, a Democrat 
candidate for president was one of the witnesses testifying before the subcommittee, uh, the select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government. Uh, he testified uh, in a hearing this week and talked uh, at length about federal government censorship, uh, big tech's collusion with out-of-control government agencies. A Democrat, a leading uh, Democrat name in the news headlines was a uh, very key witness talking about something that only Republicans in Congress seem to want to talk about. Uh, and then another one. Now, one of the whistleblowers came forward, one of the whistleblowers talking about the FBI and talking about uh, the Biden family, the Biden crime family, as we've called them. Uh, whistleblower X, as he's been known in documents, it turns out he's publicly revealed identity now since he stepped before the House Oversight Committee. Uh, his name is Joseph Ziegler. He's a 13-year special agent in the criminal investigative division, and he described himself as a gay Democrat married to a man. <laughs> these are not right-wingers. These are not Republicans. These are not conservatives. These are people stepping forward to speak the truth, whether it's uh, Whistleblower X, who we now know is Joseph Ziegler, or um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, these are not the people inside this uh, supposed vast right-wing conspiracy that Democrats in Congress would have you believe are the only ones who think that corruption exists in the federal government. There are people across the whole walk of life, the whole spectrum of politics and political beliefs in America that see and understand the corruption that's happening from our first family all the way down through members of Congress, through bureaucrats and the unelected um, droves of federal employees throughout the executive branch and they are willing to say something about it because no matter your political leanings how big or how small you think government should be your key takeaways on this issue or that issue this is patently wrong it is un-american this kind of corruption run amok paying and selling influence buying and selling votes buying and selling um, um, stocks quite literally from insider knowledge these things just hit wrong they're they're purely wrong across the board it has nothing to do with right wing left wing pardon me conservative liberal uh leftist or or right uh i already said that right wing this is a american issue that americans are concerned about and now americans are stepping forward to talk about it it's not just one side or the other so when the mainstream media as we've called them for years, steps out and so blatantly continues to uh, put forward not just the reporting of facts or figures, the actual testimony of what was said or who said what or what it means or what it's connected to, but when for several years now they have so blatantly pushed forward uh, their own reporting of, of the solution or an answer or what it means, their own agenda, their own propaganda, there's really no better word for it. Uh, they're no longer mainstream. They obviously do not line up with the mainstream of America. They don't even line up with the Democratic Party anymore because the Democrat Party obviously represented here in front of the House committee this uh, uh, this week is uh, not exactly in line uh, with this uh, narrative that we keep seeing because the mainstream media, what do they keep telling us? So it's, it's just crazy talk. There is nothing wrong with this. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see with Hunter. There's nothing to see with Joe Biden himself. There's nothing to see with, uh, with payments in Ukraine. There's nothing to see with the war in Ukraine. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see there. We don't need to do it. It's a vast right-wing conspiracy that any of this actually even exists. That's not true. And guess what? 
that is not even uh, the mainstream of America that believe there's nothing to see here. People know better. So the mainstream media is lying, and uh, they're not mainstream anymore. And we're going to have to retrain ourselves uh, to make sure that we are not giving them some sort of blanket uh, credit or blanket credibility that they don't deserve. So that's what you need to know today. The media is not mainstream anymore. I think that we need to make sure that Americans understand this is not a right-wing issue, being worried about corruption. And it's not even just conservatives who are looking for it and seeing it in government. This is across the board. Uh, and the primary folks who need to be called out, obviously Congress is doing their job. They're bringing whistleblowers forward. They're turning over the rocks inside uh, every federal agency and finding these issues. But what you and I need to do is make sure that we understand as we're watching news headlines uh, to look for this kind of, uh, and it's not just bias, again, propaganda is the word for it. Uh, we need to make sure that we're telling other people that this is uh, not, if, if, the, you know, if the news is wanting to tell you there's nothing to see here, that is just so patently untrue. These people are so out of touch with reality that we need to make sure we're unplugging, turning off that channel, moving on from that website, unsubscribing from that newspaper. Uh, if those folks are the ones telling you that you're the only one, that this is a right-wing conspiracy, there's nothing to see here, they're lying. That is not in line with the mainstream of America. And that is not something that is deserving of our attention or that is deserving of our just giving them a free pass. Oh, well... Just let them talk about it that way. That's, you know, who needs... No, we need to actively be making sure that we let people know the mainstream media is no longer mainstream. These folks in the media are now just propagandizing for a very small group in the political spectrum, for a very radical left wing, not even liberal anymore, but just left wing, purely uh, radical and extreme side of the political spectrum. And we need to turn them off. We need to turn our attentions elsewhere. We need to look toward the people who are telling the truth. And you know what? Sometimes it's, uh, it, it comes down to like the uh, Robert F. Kennedy uh, headlines that he often makes for asking a question. He's not even telling you something. He's asking a question, but it's a question that gets shut down. Oh, we're not going to broadcast this interview that non-mainstream media says. Oh, we're not even going to play that because it's just so ludicrous. It doesn't even need to be heard. He's asking a question. He's not even making a statement. It's absolutely ludicrous that these people would be called mainstream or would be allowed to have some sort of mainstream credibility and reach any longer. They are out of touch with reality. They are propagandizers for one radical view of American politics. It's time to make sure they get shoved into the corner and uh, lose their credibility and lose their readership, their listenership, their viewership altogether. So uh, that's what you need to know. Keep an eye on uh, keep an eye on the coming segments. We're going to talk to again John Mills, John Schlafly. Come right back here after the break. Go to ProAmericaReport.com. Sign up for the email. Get all of the last segments and standalones and podcasts and come back for the brand new stuff. We will talk to you here in just a moment. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Great to be back together. And uh, our uh, my, our next guest is uh, my friend, uh, Colonel John Mills. John Mills, Colonel uh, Army, retired, uh, had a, a, a really a historic uh, career uh, across uh, five different sort of eras. Uh, Cold The Cold War, uh, they called the Peace Dividend, War on Terror, World in Chaos, and now the Great Power Showdown. Um, he, has, uh, he is the former director uh, of of the uh, uh, cyber security policy strategy and in 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 international affairs 
the Department of Defense and now a senior fellow at the Center for Security Policy. Uh, what is important, many things are important, but he's got great insight. But his book, The Nation Will Follow, Firsthand Experiences Fighting the Deep State, and uh, on his website, which is thenationwillfollow.com. Uh, Colonel Mills, welcome back. How are you? And uh, always an honor to be on your show. You have been such a great friend and mentor and colleague. Thank you. Well, you're nice to say, but I have to tell you that I I, I was quoting you the other day because I was on this great, uh, great interview and I'm I'm wailing away on what's wrong. And then they said, yeah, but what do we do? And I said, well, you, I said, you have to take the concrete steps around you that can make a difference in what you're trying to achieve. So and I said, I told about uh, your uh, vision and what you've been talking about for years now, uh, the last few years in a heightened way. Hey, if you want to make a difference, there's people in your community the in a, in a county the county clerk uh the the uh, registrar of elections there's different terms for them to make a difference uh john when you see moms for liberty when you see some of these grassroots efforts i know you recognize the same impulse mike my, my question for you is are you worried that we the people are too diffused into a whole bunch of different fights uh, and i'll tell you my example when I have people come up and say, oh, how about the Biden laptop? I want to say that's not where the fight is. I, I I think he's a mess and I think they're corrupt. I'm not sure what that's going to matter. So are you worried that the grassroots has a sense of the action step needed, but that we're too diffused? Yeah, and I think that's a good point. And diffused and be aware of things like the Biden laptop, but there are combat professionals who are focused on that. And we're creeping closer and closer because these things take time to a possible indictment. We have the FDI FD 1023s. We have the Treasury um, suspicious activity reports. We now have multiple whistleblowers, whereas a year ago, I, I would say, just watch this space. I'm just the first of many whistleblowers. And now we have all these whistleblowers. That's great. Be aware of that. But for 95% of us, the action is right where we live. They, uh, 90, 95% of us should spend 97% of their energy right where they live, making sure they have a clean county. And I'll give you a, another specific action step. I meet regularly with my sheriff. Yeah. And I have asked, I have asked him, are you, is the department participating with uh, the U.S. government in what's called the customer access portal. And that's where government could be local, could be federal, has a direct access into social media. Mm. It appears through DHS uh, to silence and censor Americans. And now with the Judge Gotti report, the ruling that came out on July 4th of all dates, that was a wonderful date, that uh, the U.S. government, you cannot, you cannot uh, work with social media to silent, to target, silence, and censor Americans. Now, I have a a great legal team. We're about to drop a major filing on this case. But again, the starting point for most of us: talk to your local police department or sheriff. I think the sheriff is the better one to start with if you have both in your area. Ask him questions. Are you participating in this thing? Because they very likely are, and they don't even realize what it is. And if they are, pull out, pull out. Do not mm-hmm. participate in this. 
but get with get with your monitor your your counties like a hawk. Go to these stupid school board meetings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that make Go you crazy. These- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, retired Colonel uh, John Mills is our guest. Uh, I mentioned he has a, a, a long history of uh, working in uh, national security, but also in understanding uh, crowds and movements and things. And and uh, his book, the, the Nation Will Follow, um, is both a description of what he's learned and then also where do you go in fighting the deep state. Um, when you look at your book now, and the book is available, nationwillfollow.com, uh, you wrote it a few years ago, and I think you're working on another one, but I won't worry about that. We'll come, we'll talk about that in the fall, I think, when it comes out. But now looking at your book, there's, there's pieces of it that when you wrote it, you thought this will be important at a certain point, maybe not today, but maybe in another year or two or three. What are some of those? In other words, what have you seen shift? Uh, I, one thing I would say is when I, even when I read your book, I don't think I had the sense of the deep state and and the feeling that it was so, you know, I would have still been, I don't know if I would have been uh, particularly naive, but I would have been a little more trusting. I mean, I'm, I don't trust, I distrust and verify everything. I mean, I've gone all the way. I The starting point is I distrust the government 100%. They got to prove it to me because it's just been so problematic. So the book now, what what is in there now that, uh, that you, you, you wrote and you thought they'll catch up to this in there? Anything? Well, I, I think it, 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 it outlined a number of things that have that have come come true. Uh, and let's talk about the uh, uh, Durham investigation. But before that, the book two is War Against the Deep State, and it's available for pre-order now. OK, on great. We'll follow dot com. OK, great. And uh, it's the foundation of the surveillance state, which I helped create. Um, but with the Durham investigation, uh, you know, it was early 2016 when I noticed things were just going crazy and all these reports were coming out of the FBI of Russia, Russia, Russia and Trump, Trump, Trump. OK, well, remember not too long ago who was arrested? Charles McGonagall, who was the director of counterintelligence in the FBI right. and was the source of those reports that he was arrested for what? Working for the Russians. Now, now Durham, when I, I know how these things work with major reports, when he was negotiating the release of his report with uh, Merrick Garland, I, I, I just about guarantee you that Garland forced him to strip out the McGonagall arrest so it would stand separate from the investigation so that, it, you know, he couldn't have a huge victory like that. That was a huge victory. And, you know, this guy is going to jail for a long time, for prison for a long time. Now, Durham also had five, uh, he also had five criminal referrals on page 11. Three of those sound very suspiciously like, uh, key information I gave to the, uh, Durham investigation. So there's progress here. There's progress. And we got to recognize victories when there's victories. Everybody's waiting for the singular knockout blow. Deep state is crushed. Life is good. Is good. We go back to sitting on the couch watching TV. That's not, that's yeah. not how it's not, it's we not. sustain our liberty. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I, we're talking with uh, Colonel John Mills, a very valuable resource. And I, you've seen him probably over on Bannon's, uh, uh, war room and other places. I hope uh, people see more and more. The nation will follow is the book. Um, and you go to nationwillfollow.com. Um, Colonel. How uh, you're, you're kind of a happy warrior. I give you a lot of credit when I've been with you in person, when I talk to you offline, you know, you have a certain uh, uh, calm about you. Uh, but how worried are you? 
how when you see I, I did an interview um, with John Schlafly just recently and we were talking about and he's a lawyer and, and I talk about the, the law, the use of lawfare in this country against Trump, against individuals uh, through the cost of lawyers out in Michigan. They're indicting, uh, you know, people who had this idea that they want that they thought that the uh, election was problematic and should be a different set of electors. That, that's been that's been done by Democrats in years past. That's been done by others in years past. But now we're going to indict them. One of those people that's indicted. She's got to get a lawyer. Uh, and I said, this is this lawfare. This is a this is an onslaught. This is not this is a this is a tsunami. This is not a trickle. And it's I feel like people are like, well, it's it's kind of just drizzling. Maybe there'll be some uh, fear of flood. It's it's a tsunami. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's an absolute uh, unrestrained weaponization of government against the American citizen. And ladies and gentlemen, we're 84 percent. You know, we're. Rasmussen says 84% Americans believe in the deep state, 60% don't. We're by far the majority. We can win this, but we got to learn to defend ourselves. Mm. We've got to learn to fight back and get off the couch. Now, everybody, lots of people get involved in different things, right? but a lot of these become, uh, let's say, uh, you know, angry knitting clubs where everybody complains about what the, the blue team is doing to us. They don't do, they don't do anything about it. They just spin themselves into a frenzy. Yeah. I don't have a nanosecond of time or energy to talk about what the blue side is doing. Yeah. yeah. To us. I agree all with I you. Want, all yep. I want is action, action, action. Now, my yep. legal team is very close to a federal filing um, because I was identified. Co- I'm number hey, hey, t- t- uh, uh, Colonel, I got to cut you off. I'm a hard, hard stop. Come back and uh, tell us both about that lawsuit and pr- promote the new book. But I'm a uh, deadline. I'll get they'll chop me up if I don't. The nation will follow dot com. They'll chop up the not me. They'll chop up the uh, this interview. So I've got to go. The nation will follow dot com. I'll put it up on social media. Be right back. Ed Martin here on the Pro America Report. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on a Pro-America Report. I think we skipped a week, John Schlafly. John Schlafly's with us. He is, of course, the uh, co-author of the Schlafly Report Weekly with Andy Schlafly. I think last week we skipped one. I don't know why that happened, John. It's an affront. People have been uh, weeping outside of the uh, uh, headquarters of the Pro-America Report. Where were the Schlafly? Where was the Schlafly Report and John Schlafly's update? But here we are. Um, John, before we get to the column and the column posts over at townhall.com and available archived at phyllisschlafly.com, uh, we were just talking off a line before we started, which is some of our best conversations, although I usually end up using profanities, um, at the wall. But John, um, how are you feeling about the state of lawfare? I mean, I feel, uh, I feel a little bit like the Ukraine facing Russia in this lawfare. I, I don't, everybody says we're going to make it, but I, I, you know, I don't see it. I mean, how do you feel? We're certainly in uncharted waters here. Uh, this is everything that's happened is unprecedented, Ed. So, and, and of course, lawyers like, you know, who has legal training looks for precedent, uh, to guide where we go from here. And we don't have precedent. So, uh, we're, you know, we have to you know, really go back to the first principles of our government and our constitution in order to guide our actions here. So, uh, you know, we have a constitution. Uh, we are uh, we're about to have a presidential election, and we've got one party that's seeking to disqualify the can- the other party's candidate for president. I mean. I guess the closest analogy might be the election of 1860, but I mean, even that is not really uh, that close to what we're facing right now. 
but we, you know, what Biden and the and the team behind him are trying to do to, you know, we feel like the 2020 election was rigged. I certainly believe that, but they really stepped up their game to do even more this time in order to, you know, disqualify their opponent from even appearing on the ballot. And that's a strategy. And their lawyers right now working out uh, a campaign to keep Trump off the ballot uh, in the states that he needs to assemble 270 electoral votes. So everyone who in our listening of our voice needs to get on the stick now in order to uh, oppose that and to make sure that uh, so that our that Donald Trump is uh, first of all on the ballot in the key states and that where he can collect the 270 electoral votes that he needs to become the uh, 47th president. Well, and, and, so, and we're, yeah, we're talking with John Schlafly and uh, phyllisschlafly.com. You can see his comms archived. And John Schlafly, I, I point out, is himself uh, a, a lawyer uh, with an advanced degree in LLM and in law. His mother, Phyllis Schlafly, noted uh, constitutional lawyer and his father, famous, well-known lawyer, his brother. So you know this, John. But I, I mean, I, I got to say, and I'll, go, I'll just say it again, and we don't have to go into it. We'll go back to the column. But the scope of the lawfare, the use of the legal system against a, a, a sets of people. I don't even have to call them conservatives. They're Trump supporters. They're sometimes they're liberals. Um, it, it's extraordinary to see bar complaints, uh, uh, criminal indictments, as you point out, election interfering and, and somehow it's happening with such, um, such, uh, uh, frequency and strength. It's, it's not receiving to me. It's not receiving, uh, uh, the, uh, it's not being recognized as, as dramatic as it is. No, I, th- I think you're right about that. And this is, uh, this is um, so, uh, you know, our listeners, you know, I would encourage your listeners Ed, to pick one aspect of this puzzle and work on that because it's going to take a large team of people to overcome the massive, assault on our system of government which is what we're facing here yeah and meanwhile by the way and i'll just drop this and i'll stop we'll go to the column but meanwhile um the number i, I did an interview with a, a, a illinois uh, radio station this, uh, this morning i think it was or yesterday and um uh one of the commentators that was on with me said meanwhile we're arguing about all this other stuff and nobody's actually fixed the election systems the systems that are not transparent not accountable don't have the uh, confidence of the voters and, and here we go we're going to go into an election and be surprised so uh, we'll leave that john well, I, the col- you know just to just to pick up on that i mean you know just and we and we have to worry about our own people undermining our cause exactly like exactly night, Donald Trump was on Sean Hannity's show, and there, here we see Hannity, you know, really berating President Trump to get him to support mail voting, early voting, and ballot harvesting. And Hannity hit Trump again and again and again on that, forced Trump to try and force Trump to endorse those horrible practices. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, Trump was very uh, cagey, I thought, with Hannity. He didn't want to flatly oppose Kennedy, and he he would you know first he would give a make a gesture to Hannity, and then he would come back and raise 
proper questions about how illegitimate those practices are. I was really impressed by the way Trump handled it, but it just shows what we, you know, we can't even count on our people on our side. Yeah. Uh, John Schlafly, John, we got to go to the column uh, fairly quickly now. Um, I, I guess it, it covers in detail. John Kerry is out basically making a fool of America. Um, and it's important that we mark this down. And, you know, uh, Phyllis used to say uh, more facts in less words, you know, densely, you know, capt- capturing what happened. Um but, you know, summarizing it, Kerry wants to Kerry's jetting all over the world, wants to buy into the climate hoax, uh, which is the, the special part of the hoax is America paying the world and paying reparations and changing how we live and everybody else doing nothing different. Uh, you know, what am I missing here? Well, the the, the notion of climate reparations, uh, you know, I mean, your listeners may not have heard of that, but that's in the works. And uh, Kerry denied it when he was uh, before a House committee last week, but he was very artful about, you know, redefining the question so he didn't have to answer it. Because the truth of the matter is that Kerry does support, and he's having the U.S. government support, the payment of American dollars to an international agency that has set up a loss and damage fund. And what that means is the United States will pay other countries uh, for the well, what they claim are is damage caused by our use of energy and our use of oil and gas to support our advanced economy. And it's just outrageous, and it's just one more example of the United States being forced to uh, pay the rest of the world uh, who are sapping our energy, our resources, and, uh, and, you know, that's going to come up at an international meeting this fall. Uh, and uh, Kerry is planning to commit the United States to pay, I don't know how much money, into a fund, which would then go to dozens of poor countries to supposedly compensate them for our use of energy. Now, well, China's not going to pay. Uh, exactly. China, I was just going to say. more coal <laughs> than anybody, and it's building new coal plants while we are shutting down ours. Exactly. But of course, they're not going to pay. They're not going to pay. It's only the United States that will pay. Well, that's what I was going to say in your in in your uh, in your uh, column. You point out uh, China approved more coal fired power plants in 2022 than any year since 2015. I mean, they're not changing anything, and and they're and they're and they're lying about it if they are. And here we are uh, chasing. Uh, nothing changes, though, John. Right until you have a different uh, uh, president. I mean, that's the facts. I mean, you're, you're going to have enough yeah. oomph to change it, right? That's uh, that's right, and certainly not too early to get started on that. Uh, it, 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 the campaign uh, has begun. It has. Um, uh, the um, let's see. Oh, Scott Perry. I did want to mention Scott Perry. You highlighted in there. I, I like to give him some uh, attention. He's the head of the Freedom Caucus and up in Pennsylvania area. He does a nice job, and he jumped in that uh, on in that hearing you referenced. Uh, I encourage folks. He he, among other things, he's a good conservative guy and a veteran and a, and a real heroic kind of character. But he was uh, the the FBI. I think the FBI or somebody seized his cell phone while he was on his family vacation. I mean, just a crazy thing to do uh, to him, and especially to a guy like. 
like him. It's just wild. So, all right, John, unfortunately, we're out of time. It goes fast. John Schlafly, everybody, uh, thank you. And we'll post on the column, John and Andy Schlafly's column this week on uh, on the climate hysteria. In fact, I'll get an update from Gregory Wrightstone, our friend who wrote the book Inconvenient Facts and has been leading the CO2 Coalition. He's got some a new book coming up and some more details uh, on uh, what's happening in the big climate fight. So we'll get an update from him uh, very soon. We got to take a break and we'll be right back. It's Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Countless inventions have been introduced into the lives of modern Americans to make things easier for all of us. Some of these inventions are the big ones that you might easily think about, like the iPhone, the washing machine, and the television. However, some American inventions are far more modest, though perhaps equally impactful. Consider the invention of the simple Band-Aid. Prior to its creation, most people relied on surgical tape, and surgical tape was widely credited as an invention of Dr. Horace Day. Dr. Day first began applying a rubber adhesive to strips of fabric in 1845 to help him treat his patients. However, this primitive adhesive had its limitations. Josephine Dixon was the young wife of a New Jersey cotton buyer for a company called Johnson & Johnson. Josephine's skills as a housewife were reported to be less than stellar, which is why she seemed to fall victim to her own kitchen knife more times than she cared to admit. Her husband, Earl, noticed that the surgical tape that his wife applied to her cut finger kept falling off. So he put a little gauze on some cloth back tape covered in crinoline. Just like that, the lives of housewives, roughhousing children, and injury-prone persons everywhere were changed for the better as Band-Aids became an American staple. The lives of Earl and Josephine Dixon were changed as well because Earl was named a vice president of Johnson & Johnson for his discovery. The late Phyllis Schlafly often pointed to the American patent system as being among the greatest advancement for women in world history. Thanks to our patent system, women were no longer relegated to spending their entire days washing clothes by hand and doing other backbreaking chores. The invention of the Band-Aid is an excellent example of innovation like this. A housewife had a problem, an inventor fixed that problem, and he and his company profited and people everywhere benefited from their genius. And America was the first nation in the world to create such a system where inventors are protected to profit from their discoveries. And our nation has been richly blessed because of this system. Let's remember to always protect our U.S. patents. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. American ingenuity should be celebrated and rewarded. Individual inventors should be protected from any threat, foreign or domestic, that would steal their patents and profits. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to stand up for those who work hard, innovate, and dream big. If that's you, join us at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, welcome back to the Pro-America Report. We have reached the end of the show. This is Ryan Hyde again, stepping in after a couple of great interviews. And uh, I wanted to put a little bit of a pin in the show today. I was able to share uh, the wink today, what you need to know. And I wanted to come back around and give you the window 
the what you need to do, uh, which I think is incredibly important. But before we dive into that, let me uh, say, wow, what a couple of great interviews. Uh, retired Colonel John Mills, uh, John Schlafly, the Schlafly Report. Man, I, I love hearing from um, John Schlafly every week. And uh, it's a treat to hear from John Mills, too. I, we don't have him on uh, as often enough, That's uh, as we should. That's my two cents of it. But um, great interviews all around. Hope you were listening. Hope you can share them uh, with some friends. Tell them that they should listen to this quality programming, uh, if uh, just like you do. And if uh, if you want that resource, that quick and easy uh, thing to share, go over to ProAmericaReport.com. Not only will you find both of these great interviews from today, you'll find a podcast of the whole show, even. Uh, and the same thing for every day preceding this. Uh, you'll be able to go back, find the good guests, find the whole show, quickly share it with your friends, uh, your family, your coworkers. Let them know about something they might want to listen in on, and they should. Uh, and of course, there you can sign up for the email list, the all-important email list. I hope you follow Ed and the Pro America Report uh, program on social media, but sign up for the email list, and no matter whatever happens with big tech, with censorship, like we uh, talked a little bit about today, you will not get disconnected. So go over there, ProAmericaReport.com. But uh, let's put a pin in this. Let's put a uh, let's put a wrap-up uh, here at the end of the program and talk about what you need to do. At the beginning, we went over how the mainstream media <laughs> isn't so mainstream anymore. Uh, in fact, the media is not mainstream anymore at all, uh, I think, as, as, as is evidenced by the incredible um, outpouring of of, uh, Democrat witnesses, prominent Democrat figures coming forward to talk about corruption in the government. But I think here's here's a here's a lesson. I know that John Mills talked a little bit about this. What citizens should do to be proactive uh, and engaged with their local law enforcement, making sure we um, don't have people participating in the undermining of civil liberties across the board here in our local communities. Here's something else that we can do. Here's what you need to do. What I need to do today is to make sure we do two things: speak the truth. And do not self-censor. Now, I think that speaking the truth is something we would all, that well, at least we would say is easy. But in today's culture, and this was actually the topic of a longer discussion. If you'd like to go look at that, you can uh, go to the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles YouTube. You'll find the unauthorized caucus from today, uh, Thursday, July the 20th. And uh, you're going to find a very long-form discussion about this between me and a colleague of mine, Mason Mohan. Uh, we talk about this. But the self-censorship epidemic, and I know Ed has talked about this here on the program, I think that is the real, serious, significant danger to America right now. Because that self-censorship happens uh, when people are afraid of or, or, see the, the, or perceive cancel culture worried about what's going to happen to you if you say something, worried about your job, worried about your position, worried about your friends and family, your status, your reputation, your image, because as we talked about in the in the first part uh, of the show today, the media works so hard. They work overtime to make sure that this carefully crafted narrative, this propaganda for this tiny minority, in my in my opinion, the minority of the American people actually agree with this garbage. And th this radical view of government that leads to so much corruption that we're having to figure out and root out. Uh, but they work so hard to make sure that that they call names and point out the absolute supposed lunacy of anyone who would question this or that or anyone who would raise a question like uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. does about vaccines. Anyone who would point the finger at the Biden family and say that there's corruption there. Are you kidding me? These things are just patently obvious. It's a question that deserves to be asked about vaccines and medical technology. Questions. Aren't questions and hypotheses the foundation of science? 
Why can't we ask questions? And then likewise, why shouldn't we turn and look at the political spectrum and make sure and look for and root out corruption and get rid of it so that we have transparency and accountability in our representative republic, in our, in our government itself of the people, by the people, for the people, not for the rich, not by the corrupt, not of the powerful and the wealthy and those seated in power. It's the people. So what's wrong with these things? Nothing. And yet the media works so hard to make it seem absolutely crazy and ludicrous that you would even challenge their status quo that they have built, their narrative, which is a facade, a propaganda line, uh, that it feels as though the whole world will come crashing down on you if you speak up against it. Guess what? That is not the case. They are not the mainstream. I am firmly in the, of the belief that the mainstream of America agrees with you and me. They have common sense like you and me. Not all the same political positions. Not all the same preferences. Not all the same values. But we all have this same sense of common sense that runs through us. It's, it, it, it is in our DNA as Americans to question the status quo. Do not let them convince you not to. Do not let them make you self-censor, silence you by the threat, the perceived threat of cancel culture. Speak out. Speak the truth. Ask questions. Be open-minded to following the facts and finding the truth. That's what we have to do. And we have to be relentless about it. And we have to support relentlessly the people who are trying to dig out the truth and transparency. And I've, I've said this before. We keep coming back. There's big names that we all know, like James O'Keefe, relentlessly pursues the truth on camera. There's people like Tucker, relentlessly speaks the truth and asks the questions and doesn't care about the repercussions. You know why? He is not afraid of the perceived threat of cancel culture. They won't let Tucker, or they won't convince Tucker to self-censor, and they shouldn't do it to us either. So, that's what you need to do. Don't self-censor. Speak the truth and speak it relentlessly, and I tell you what, that's the mainstream. Not the media. You and I are the mainstream, and we need to grasp that, to claim it, to grab a hold of it, and move forward. That is how we save America. Uh, I think it is not easy, but it's very simple. So, I hope you'll join me. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for being with Ed. Thank you for being here on the Pro-America Report, and thank you, of course, to Ed for having great guests, to Mr. Noah Dingley for keeping us going and uh, being our wonderful and fearless technical director, and thank you to you for listening, for taking these things to heart, and then putting them into action. We look forward to it every single day. I hope you do, too. We'll see you right back here tomorrow on the Pro-America report go to proamericareport.com pull this show share it with a friend and we will see you back here on the show tomorrow on the pro america report this is the pro america report on the answer san diego three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. 
Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.